Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of the Casual Lounge, which is brought to you by Casual Rain. I'm Remy, and this is our Pride episode. In honour of Pride Month 2022, we've collaborated with various transgender people from around the UK and America who have kindly shared their coming out stories for you listeners. They also share their best advice if you're thinking about coming out to your loved ones. This episode is a compilation of real stories. All the names of the people involved are in our description. We hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, my name is Noah and I'm a singer-songwriter and an artist based out of New York City and I'm also a transgender man. I grew up in Southern California in a family of four people. As a kid, I had a wide variety of interests. I loved everything from sports and dinosaurs to American Girl dolls and I was a super driven kid. I did everything from basketball to musical theater. And I wanted to preface my coming out story with that because my many interests actually kept me from coming out for the first 23 years of my life. When I was 14, I started a career in modeling, which was super weird for a middle schooler, especially one who always struggled with his own identity. I was a mix of contradictions growing up. I was very extroverted, but also so deeply insecure. I thought that if I tried to look and I act a certain way, I would receive the love and validation that I always craved. So when I started modeling, I tried really hard to erase any actual truth to my identity. I really overcompensated by trying to look and act like a normal girl, like quote normal girl. Um, and it worked. I was really successful at modeling, but I was also so unhappy. Um, and even after I quit during my first year in college, it took me a few more years to be able to have the courage to come out. And I went back in the closet, actually, after trying to come out for the first time in 2019. Um, I had a lot of ups and downs when it came to coming out. I would try so hard to be feminine and try so hard to overcompensate with that. Um, and then... I would just really want to be myself. I would spend so many times, uh, I mean, so many like hours on Tumblr looking at FTM blogs uh, at night. It was like my little secret. Um, but when the pandemic started in 2020, I realized that when I was alone with myself, I couldn't run and hide anymore. Um, luckily, I had a few people in my life that I really trusted, and I came out to them as a trans guy. And I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't give up on myself and my identity, and I've never been happier. I was slowly able to come out to my friends and my school and my job, and then eventually my family, which was really the hardest, to be honest. Everyone had their own reactions, but for the most part, it was really positive, and I felt really good. Since coming out, I've felt so much more comfortable and stable, and I was able to graduate from UC Berkeley in 2021, and I moved to New York City to work and make music. I also started testosterone for about four months ago, um, which has been super amazing for my self-confidence also. Um, I really feel like myself, and I feel like I'm able to walk through the world as my own being, which is something that's so special. Yeah, I just wanted to let everyone know that it's okay if you need a few practice tries in coming out. Um, there's no right timeline for coming out either. Just know that you'll know when the time is right, and you'll make the right decision for yourself also. Um, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm super excited to hear everyone else's stories. Um, have a great day. Hi, my name's Jamie and I'm an interdisciplinary artist living in Edinburgh. 
I'm a trans man and this is my advice on coming out. My advice on coming out would be it's about you, not anyone else. And you are not selfish for that. Really get to know yourself. Spend time on your own thinking about what you want from your life and who you are. This way, by the time you tell people, it doesn't matter what they think because you know yourself better than anyone else does. And even if you change your mind and the label changes, it doesn't matter. You're living your life just as straight cis people are. You deserve to be loved and to love yourself. You will find people who love and accept you for who you are. Remember that. My name is Dimitri Rodriguez. Um, I go by Inktop Dimitri on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, I've been out as trans publicly since I was 18 and have been medically transitioning for four years. Um, I'm a content creator on both Instagram and TikTok and I have recently just come back from abroad with filming a new BBC Three show which is due to be released in the early stages of next year, which is obviously a big thing for the trans community to give the trans community recognition. So in terms of me coming out, I don't really have a coming out story, so to speak. Um, I just posted an Instagram post and changed my Instagram name saying I want to be called Dimitri and I go by the pronouns of he, him, I'm trans. In terms of coming out, there is no right or wrong way of coming out and there's also no right or wrong time. It doesn't matter how you wish to come out or when you wish to come out, that should be your time to come out and that is whenever you feel ready to do so. There's no rush in sort of coming out, in sort of picking your forever name, as I like to call it. And it's also normal when coming out to go through stages where you do go through different names till you find the name that best suits you. Now, everybody has their own ways of coming out and everybody's way is valid just at the time they choose to do it and in the way in which they choose to do it. I've been out since publicly since I was 18 and... For me, the trans community has changed so much um, in terms of acceptance within today's society. For me as a, as a trans man in the UK, I think the best advice I can really give anybody in terms of coming out is do not, whatever you do, compare your transition to somebody else's. Now for me, I'm not your average trans man. Um, I self-medicated um, in the early stages of my transition. And I didn't go through the procedures that most people do because I was desperate. I'd never, ever recommend self-medicating to anybody because it is so dangerous. Now, everybody's transition is differently. Everybody looks different. Nobody's transition is perfect. Same with surgeries. Um, I think there's a whole big thing at the moment about trans men saying that they want peri-surgery and peri-surgery is for the elite and it's the best surgery you can get. I wish people wouldn't be disheartened if they don't get peri, if they have to have double incisions. It doesn't matter what type of top surgery you have, you're still going to have that freedom to be able to have your shirt off. And in terms of coming out, I think my best advice for anybody, come out when you're ready. But also, who gives a fucking shit what anybody else says when you do come out? At the end of the day, come out for yourself, don't come out for anybody else. But also, if there are people that don't accept you, so what? There's this old saying that I like to go by and God removes people out of your life when he had conversations that you didn't. It's the same when I came out. I lost a lot of people, um, friends, when I came out. And you know what? Now I look back on it and I think, they're lost. And at the end of the day, in my personal opinion, 
like with coming out, don't compare your transitions to anybody else. Seek advice by all means. There are trans men out there that will happily give advice. That's why I created my social media in the way that I did. So I could be the trans person that I wish I had when I was coming out because it there wasn't a lot of information when I came out. There wasn't people being so open with their transitions on social media apps like TikTok and Instagram like there is today. But also, like, your transition is your transition. It's unique to you. However you want to transition, that is your transition. Don't let anybody else tell you how you should be transitioning and what you should do with your transition because at the end of the day, that is ultimately your decision on what you decide to do with your transition in terms of hormone surgery, whatever way you can think of in terms of names, whether you want to bind or taper, even if you don't want to bind at all. Like, nobody has that power, whether they be trans or not, no matter how long they've been out for, to tell you what they you should be doing with your transition, because that is your transition. Now, I could sit here and give loads and loads of advice, um, but if there is anybody that is scared to come out, like, I'm always a message away if you ever need any support and advice, because I know what it's like not feeling like you have anybody that understands you and anybody that you can openly reach out to without fear of judgment. And for me, that's what I was scared about. But there is a lot of trans people in the community that are there to support you. Charlie Allen, for one, brilliant person to go to for advice. Um, Josh, who's 666pizza on Instagram, is another brilliant person. Chicken Burger Zach on Instagram is another brilliant one. And Joey James Cook and also Casual Rain as well. Like, Remy's brilliant as well. Like, there's a lot of people that will put me on a pedestal when it comes to my transition and say they wish they transitioned like me. It's the one thing I hate. It's not something I want people from the trans community to say to me because, in my eyes, my transition isn't perfect. It hasn't been perfect. It hasn't been an easy road. And I've been subject to looking at other people's transitions and thinking, oh, I want to be like them. And for me, being out since 18 and not having surgery like there is no rush in terms of having surgery as well which i think everybody thinks it's a race to get hormones and surgeries good things come to those who wait and i know it's a nightmare waiting for surgeries waiting for hormones but it's not the end of the world you it doesn't matter if you've not started hormones yet or you've finished your transition in terms of you've completed it to the point of where you want to go with it your transition is still valid and don't let anybody else tell you that it's not. Because the biggest step you take is coming out. And, like, I think for me, I was so anxious about coming out. And in reality, after I came out, I was like, why was I worried so much about coming out? And I think I made it such a big deal to myself. And with so much pent-up anxiousness, nerves, a lot. But once you do it, like, it's just like a wave of relief. But that's the best advice I can really give in terms of coming out and my experience as being a trans man. Um, but like I said, I'm always a message away on Instagram or on TikTok comments for anybody that is struggling to come out or has any questions that are trans related, whether that be from a trans female or from a trans male or somebody who's non-binary or even just somebody that wants to be educated that's a trans ally or might know somebody that's trans and is struggling. Like I'm always there to help. Hi, my name is Elliot. I use he, him, or they, them pronouns. Um, so this is my coming out story. So I came out to my parents and my siblings separately. So the first time I came out was in 2015. I was standing in the kitchen with my mother when I looked at her and just kind of blurted out, 
I think I'm non-binary, and my name is Elliot, and I use they-them pronouns. And she kind of looked at me, and she said, well, I'm not calling you that. That was really hard to hear because my mom and I have always been really close. Um, but the story does not have a bad ending. Um, it does, she did come around eventually and she, you know, went to, uh, various seminars about how to be a good parent to a trans kid. Um, I ended up moving out of my mom's house and into a place about eight hours away from New York to Chicago. She flew out to help me after I got my top surgery. Um, and since then, she has uh, apologized several times for saying that, you know, what she said. Um, I came out to my siblings next. I came out to my brother in the middle of a restaurant, um, and I kind of just slid down on the bench, and I was like, I think I'm trans, and I'm really sorry. <laughs> and he was like, okay, pass the barbecue sauce. Uh, so my brother has always accepted me and has always been really, really good about my pronouns and my name. Um, one of his best friends is trans, so I think that kind of helped him. But he used my pronouns and my name without question, and honestly, I don't think he's ever messed them up. I came out to my sisters using a bitmoji in which it was just my avatar pointing up and the pronouns they, them. Um, and I was like, this is not a joke, lol. And both of them were like, that's okay. And were totally accepting right off the bat. And neither of them had ever misgendered me or ever used the wrong pronouns or my name. Um, and then I, I finally just had to come out to my dad because I was getting top surgery and I had already started hormones. And he had noticed that my voice had changed. Um, I remember driving one day and he w called me and we were talking and he said, are you okay? Your voice sounds different. And I just, <laughs> I was just like, I have a cold. And so my voice is lower and it was the most bullshit excuse, but he kind of just accepted it. Um, so I asked my sisters the best way to come out to him. And the first time I asked them, they said, honestly, we don't think you should. That's going to be really hard. He probably won't accept you, which was really hard to hear, but at the time was probably true. Um, that was many years before I actually did come out to him. Um, so one day, uh, when I was probably about a month out from uh, my top surgery, I called my brother and I said, I need your help. Um, so I FaceTimed my brother, and then I FaceTimed my dad in, and he had just gotten back in from a bike ride. And I said, Dad, you might want to sit down for this. And he was like, well, I'm already sitting, so what do you want? <laughs> and I, I told him I'm trans, and I use the name Elliot, and I use these pronouns. And he kind of just looked at me and was like, I know, like, that's okay, like, was very accepting which was kind of surprising. He's not a conservative at all, but I think that the concern is that he's always been uh, very adamant about having three daughters and one son. So I thought it might be a little difficult for him. And he's still learning. He's still trying. Um, but the funny part about my coming out story is that when I told him that my name was Elliot, he just went, I know, you liked something on my Instagram page 48 hours ago, and your name on Instagram is Elliot. So I was like, perfect. So I guess I accidentally came out to him <laughs> via Instagram. Um, so I was very lucky. 
my family has been very accepting, very helpful. You know, they still make mistakes sometimes. My mom had a little trouble coming around, but she eventually did. I think that my advice to people who are coming out is that it's a process and it's going to continue to happen and it may be really hard and people may not accept you. But if somebody doesn't accept you right off the bat, that doesn't mean they never will. And it just means that you you may need to take a little time away from them. You may need to give them a little space, um, but they may end up coming around. And if they don't and you're not willing to give them that grace and that understanding, that is fine because I know that everyone is different and everyone knows their family, you know, better. And to take space for yourself and make sure you surround yourself with a group of people who you know accepts you before you come out. You know, it does get better even if it feels like it never will, it it will. Hi, I'm Aiden. I'm 23 and I'm a game designer from Blackpool. Uh, I'm also a trans man. I came out probably about two years ago now. I always kind of knew. I always felt different and out of place. <laughs> I think as, as young as three, I thought I was a boy. I used to argue with my parents about it a lot. At high school, everything kind of changed. I hit puberty and obviously realised I wasn't a boy. It wasn't going that way. And so I kind of suppressed my feelings for a very long time. I, I left high school, you know, six, seven years ago now. And back when I was there, it, it wasn't the most accepting place for LGBT kids. Uh, I, I hear a lot of stories now about how high school can be a lot better, but for me it was an absolute death sentence to come out. So I made sure that I flew kind of under the radar. I was firmly in the closet. And then at 16 when I left high school, I came out as bisexual, shortly after as a lesbian. And that kind of felt right for a while, you know. Everyone was very accepting of that. And it felt like I was living as my authentic self. And then it didn't. It kind of... It still wasn't right, it still wasn't enough. And so at 21, I came out as trans. A friend of mine had actually asked me what pronouns I use. <laughs> I was quite a masculine lesbian, and I always used to refer to myself with male terms. I would always be, you know, an uncle to my niece and nephew rather than an aunt, or a husband when I was talking about, you know, if I would get married in the future rather than a wife. And so I was asked by a friend, kind of, you know, well, what are your pronouns? How, how does that work? Like, I've noticed that you do this, and I hadn't even picked up on it. And so the question kind of caused a, an existential crisis. Um, I spent the next month, like, furiously Googling things and researching, and, you know, I had no idea what trans was. I, I kind of knew of it, but I didn't know any trans people. I hadn't really learned about it. You know, I didn't even know the difference between a trans man and a trans woman. I didn't know which way round it was. I was so uneducated. And so I just researched. I spent all of my time looking on forums, finding people's experiences and relating to them a lot. Um, and kind of just figuring out the process, like how does a transition work? What do you do? What's What are the steps? And after about a month of research, like I say, it, it, I was pretty settled in my identity. I kind of figured out, yeah, this is it. This is how it's going to be. And at the time I was at university, so I was studying game design, and the majority of my course were male. There was like a handful of girls, and everyone was cis. There was no trans people. And so 
I was a little bit nervous to come out, but it was kind of the first step while I'm at uni. I, it kind of had to be done. I had to tell my friends. Um, and we were very, we were kind of a small group on the course, um, but everyone was friends. So, like, the whole course was out on a night out together. And I very drunkenly came out to them, basically. <laughs> kind of told them in the smoking area. And they were brilliant. We actually had a massive group hug. They were very supportive. They all told me that I'd always been one of the boys and that wasn't going to change. And, you know, they were very proud of me for telling them. And then one of them asked me what my name was and I had no idea. I hadn't thought about it. I didn't have any clue. And I found it really hard to pick one. I wanted something with no association. I'd had a lot of guy mates growing up. And so I wanted something that wasn't tied to anyone else. But that also suited me. You know, I was 21. I had a whole life and personality and experiences and it had to kind of fit that so the boys actually helped me come up with my name we spent each week then at university each time we were in class they'd come up with a new name for me they used some off the list that i'd come up with and then some off theirs and each week we'd trial a new name and see how it suited me so they were great they helped me a lot um and we settled on aiden and this was beginning of 2020 so after probably a couple of months of me actually being out fully to everyone I knew and getting my hair cut short, I moved home because COVID had locked the country down in March and I moved back in with my parents and it was a massive step back. It felt so claustrophobic and scary and just awful. And I, I don't know why, my parents have always been very accepting people. They've never really been, you know, that way. They weren't going to be upset. But it took me until May to come out to them. Again, we'd been drinking one night. <laughs> so I kind of got brave enough. I told them and they were fine, mostly. You know, my dad was great. He was very accepting. My mum was accepting. She just, she had this brief phase, I guess, where she felt like she was grieving a daughter. She was like, I know I'm gaining a son, but it felt like a loss. And it was very hard to get her out of that mindset. And then it kind of just went away. She realised that I'm just me. I'm always going to be just me. I just might have, you know, a bit of facial hair and a deeper voice one day, <laughs> you know? I'm still the same person. And so, she's been great, really. Both of my parents have been fantastic. They, they've been a, a big tool in getting my transition started. I had a lot of anxiety, and I think I would have procrastinated it a whole lot. But my mum is very logical as a person, and she, she kind of wanted to get the ball rolling. So straight away, she was like, right, let's get your name changed. Let's get your documents updated. Let's speak to your doctor and let's kind of plow through with it and start. Uh, I think without that, I, I wouldn't be as far along as I am now. They've also been a great help because I've transitioned privately. So they've been brilliant in helping me fund that, um, which has been, you know, a lifesaver, really. I know I come from a very privileged position. You know, I, I'm very lucky to have such accepting friends and family. But I think for anyone looking at coming out and who's scared to come out, I think it's also good to know that there are positive stories out there. You know, you hear a lot of kind of nightmare fuel about how people get kicked out of their homes or how their family doesn't accept them or refuses to, like, call them by their, their proper name. And I think that can be scary. I think I got that in my head a little bit too much before I remembered who my parents actually are. I think it's nice sometimes to hear a positive story. But I also think that... I've had a lot of positive experience since coming out. I think my advice, really, if I was to give any, was that you're never alone. You know, you never stop coming out to people. I've had to come out to people at work, and I live in a very small, tight-knit village where everyone knows everyone. 
so I've, I've had to come out to everyone here because they all knew who I was. And, you know, I was a very butch lesbian, but, you know, for me to start growing a beard and getting a deep voice, it's a little bit odd. So a lot of it is just coming out over and over again. And I think what I've found is that you're not on your own. You know, I, I felt I was a bit of a unicorn here. I felt, you know, it's a very small village. There's no other trans people. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> you know, I live probably half an hour outside Blackpool. I live in the countryside. And in our village alone, there are so many trans people. You know, I, I came out the other day to a woman in the pharmacy who I constantly get my testosterone prescriptions from. And she gave me a big hug, told me, you know, thank you for feeling safe enough to come out. And that her partner, her ex-partner, came out at 56 as a trans woman. And that they're not together anymore, but they're still best friends. She couldn't do it romantically, but she's taught her partner all about how to dress and how to wear makeup. And, you know, her partner is still the co-parent of their children. And, you know, she's incredibly supportive of that. There's a, a non-binary person working at the local shop. There's also a cis woman there whose best friend is trans. You know, my girlfriend actually lives in Blackpool. She knows like nine or ten trans guys. In the past two weeks, my dad has had two friends separately who don't know each other come to him and say, my son is also going through the same thing as your son. How do I support them and how, am I, how do I be the best parent that I can? And so for me, it's, it's very reassuring that you're never on your own. You've probably passed so many trans people on the street and you don't even know. And for me, you know, especially with researching being trans, a lot of it was reaching out to other people. A lot of it was just me Instagram messaging any trans guy I could find and being like, help. What's your experience? How did it go? You know, what can I do? And everyone in my experience has been brilliant within the community. So my advice, I think, to anyone coming out is that you're not on your own and the community is very supportive and that, you know, you know your parents and your friends better than anyone else. You'll know if they're the kind of people who will support you or not. And I think even if they're not, chosen family is incredibly important and that you will never be on your own. There are always trans people out there and non-binary people and, you know, just anyone LGBT who has experienced what you're going through. And I think it's very important to remember that you're not on your own because sometimes it can feel like you are the only person doing this and you are absolutely not. So, yeah, while I've had a very positive experience and it is good to remember that there are positive experiences out there, I think it's also good to know that in the worst case scenario, you are still not going to be on your own. And I think I speak for a lot of the trans community when I say, you know, my DMs are always open to baby trans people and, you know, baby gay people, anyone who needs advice. Yeah, I think, you know, it's good to remember that. So best of luck if you think of coming out and yeah, thank you. Hi, my name's Owen Gray Manning. My pronouns are he, him, and I identify as a trans man. I came out in October of last year, so it's still pre um, pretty recent for um, everyone. I came out to my parents first. Um, they were pretty, they were, they were supportive. It was obviously since it was a new kind of adjustment to get, um, you know, my name, it was kind of hard for them at first to kind of just adjust to you know Aaron's life um, and to call me Aaron however they've they're starting to try 
and say Aaron and they will 90% of the time say Aaron which is good um, so after I told my parents I had thought that it was easiest if I just put it on social media so I put it on Facebook um, just so I could kind of tell you know everybody at once if that makes sense so it would save me telling them individually everybody was super supportive of my transition um, I decided to go private which I'm very lucky to be able to afford to go private as the waiting list is five years to be seen by the gender identity clinic so you know I'm very lucky that I got um, I'm able to go pay um, or able to go private and afford to go private and my friends have been so supportive with um, coming out and I'm grateful I have such lucky and supportive friends um, and also other family members have been supportive in my coming out um, and my journey as Aaron um, so yeah that's pretty much it really it's not really a complex um, story however it's a very kind of short one a very basic one um, but a very kind of positive um, coming out story so yeah any brief advice that I would give to somebody who is struggling to come out or wanting to wanting to come out is you have to remember that you want you need to do it at your own pace so take things as slow or as fast as you want and make sure you have a good friend network around you to support you as you want to make sure that you know they're going to support you as if you have kind of a bad network then that could affect on your um decision to come out Hi, my name is Ash and I'm a trans man. I've been down since July 2017, on testosterone since July 2018, and had top surgery in February 2022. My coming out story is a little bit chaotic, like all other aspects of my life. Compared to other trans folk, I had no strong indication of my gender in my early years. Sure, I preferred masculine clothing, playing games with boys, and enjoyed typically masculine toys, but this did not feel that odd to me at the time. In fact, as a kid, I never had a strong attachment to any gender. I only responded to feminine names because that's what I was told I was by everyone, a girl. I do suspect part of this may be because I'm autistic, which made it difficult to relate to stereotypical gender norms. It wasn't until I was about 12 years old that I realised something didn't feel quite right with being labelled a girl. I'd moved to another country to live with my dad for his work and a new school didn't allow me to wear trousers as part of the uniform. I began to envy my male peers for having the freedom to wear trousers, and I started wishing I'd been born a boy. I'd never questioned my feelings at the time because I believed every girl felt this way. Having never dealt with this problem before, it suddenly triggered a wave of discomfort which I now realised was my first taste of gender dysphoria. My mum had always raised me to believe that once I got my period I'd become a woman, which sounds really gross, but anyways. I in fact did not become a woman <laughs> the, the opposite happened to me menstruation led me to question why I didn't feel feminine enough why the label tomboy still never felt enough for me you may at this point be questioning why I never made a connection when the signs were so obvious during puberty well the answer is I didn't know what being transgender was nobody had ever taught me what it meant to be trans in fact I only knew the word from shitty stereotypes of trans women in the media being portrayed as a bad thing for a woman to have a penis there had not been a single bit of trans-masculine representation, even negative perceptions, so I had no idea it was even possible to be a trans man. 
it wasn't until 2014 that I realised what being transgender truly meant. I was scrolling through Tumblr because I joined the Homestuck fandom when I was looking for like-minded friends. Eventually I stumbled across a post that described what being transgender meant. It suddenly clicked for me that everything I'd felt wasn't something everyone else experienced. Despite this, I was apprehensive to label myself as trans for a few reasons. First, I was in denial that I could possibly be trans. I was terrified if I were to label myself as trans that I would be susceptible to transphobia and hate crimes. I was already bullied enough in school. The last thing I needed was to give them more ammunition. Secondly, despite enjoying masculine things, I still liked to play around with feminine things too. Makeup, skirts, toys, and dress up games were always so fun to me. I didn't think I could possibly be a trans man because of this. Finally, I was worried it was a phase. I didn't want to take on such a big label only to realise down the line that I was wrong. So I settled for identifying as non-binary. I hopped around a few different non-binary labels such as gender fluid, gender queer and bigender. Eventually I was able to speak for trans people who reassured me that I could in fact be a binary trans man and enjoy feminine things. If people like Freddie Mercury could do it in the 80s, why couldn't I? It took me a while to come out to other people. My mum was relatively accepting, but my dad insisted I must be gay instead of trans, even though I preferred men to women. Although, my dad eventually accepted me after he did his own research and educated himself, and I slowly started to inform those I was close to at my school. I told my friends that they were fine with it, but I had a cis gay classmate who knew and kept trying to force me to come out as trans because, oh, coming out is easy. Well, it's much easier to come out as gay than trans, and he still dealt with homophobia, so it's not that easy. It was a small town, and people talk, and I was not ready for that. In fact, once he tried to out to me to my classmates, asking if I was planning on taking hormones because I wore a skirt one day. Worst of all, rumours about me being a transsexual were going around. I knew I'd have to come out eventually. I couldn't hide it forever. But I also didn't want the cis gay guy taking credit for my confidence to come out. So I waited until the summer and came out on Facebook. How did I do this? Ugh, nothing special. Just a stupid video of me coming out of a literal closet of a trans lug. I wish I saved the video because I'm a comedic genius. Once we came back from summer, I gained a lot of support from my peers. Some were still unaccepting, but I either educated them or reported them. The only issue I had was changing my name on the school system, even though I'd legally changed my name during the summer holidays. It was such a huge barrier and it was incredibly frustrating when I'd come out only to still be held back by the school of all things. After school, I was so determined to kind of live my true self that I decided to move to another city to pursue higher education. And currently, there's only one person who knows my dad name. And I'm happier this way. I think the one piece of advice I'd give to people who are looking to come out is make sure you feel safe when you do it. I waited until I felt absolutely sure that I was in a safe place to come out. If I'd come out when that person had tried to force me to, I think I would have been in a much more dangerous situation than what actually happened. Hey, I'm Tyler and I'm a transgender male. I started my transition last year um, and the first person that I came out to was my wife, who I've been with for seven years and we have a little boy together. So as you can imagine, this was the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done. 
I was absolutely terrified because um, obviously I was concerned that, you know, transitioning was going to, you know, impact on my family's life, not just myself. And I was really concerned at how they would take it. And after the very, very long attempt at telling my wife, I finally got the words out and my wife was, you know, she was a bit shocked. She wasn't overly shocked. Um, a lot of things started to make sense to her and, you know, she is very, very supportive. Um, and so are pretty much everybody in my sort of social circle and my family circle. I haven't encountered any kind of real issue um, with coming out, which is, you know, which is a obviously a positive. Um, medically transitioning, socially transitioning, you know, whatever you do or don't do, it's always going to be, you know, there's going to be an element of stress involved and worry and concern. But also it's, you know, it's an amazing thing and it's to be celebrated. And, you know, when you come out, it's, an, it's a great feeling. That sense of relief and release um, is amazing. And I think if anybody is thinking about coming out um, and wondering how to do it and, you know, when to do it, what to say, etc., I think for me, the best advice I can give is, firstly, don't worry too much about what you're going to say. I mean, I planned what I was going to say and had all these different sort of conversations going in my mind. Um, and when it came to doing it, it just, it, it didn't go to plan at all. But I did get to the point eventually. So I think, you know, just kind of try and not worry too much about what you're going to say. As long as you get to the point, that's all that matters. And I think secondly the biggest thing is making sure you've got enough time time's a massive factor i think it's very important to make sure that you've you've got you and whoever you're telling i've got time to talk talking's the key as as with anything you know as long as you've got time to talk about everything not just the good stuff your fears your worries everything just have an open and honest conversation um and continue to do that i mean myself and my wife to this day we we talk about everything that we're worried about if we've encountered everything that we're concerned about if we're having any worries about anything to do with that to do with my transition we talk about it and then thirdly your environment i would always say steer away from telling somebody or coming out to somebody in your own home like inviting somebody into your house or set or likewise going to somebody's house i think i think i would always choose a neutral um kind of public place or maybe like a coffee shop or something where you know there, there are people about but it's not overly public so that people are gonna overhear your conversation um the reason i told my wife in our family home was because i had absolutely no worries at all in terms of my safety or how she would react um but i do think it's something you should bear in mind um when when choosing who to come out to or where to come out and i think lastly and most importantly is to remember that this is your journey and it's it's your story and you'll get people with with all the greatest advice and and all all made with good intentions but just remember that you do it how you want to do it and you continue to do it how you want to do it and um it's it's an amazing process and my transition so far has come with its ups and downs but has been it's been the best thing i've ever done and despite waiting till the age of 41 i've got no regrets whatsoever so yeah that was my um ever so short condensed coming out story happy pride 
Thank you very much for listening to our Pride episode and thank you to everyone involved. Good luck to anyone who is on their own journey of becoming themselves. You deserve all the happiness you've been searching for. See you next time. This was The Casual Lounge.